fast Wi-Fi. You use it to connect just about everything, which means having really fast Wi-Fi matters a lot. That's why Xfinity is breaking the gig barrier and delivering Wi-Fi speeds faster than a gig. It's more than enough speed to power every device in the house. Can your internet do that? Introducing gig Wi-Fi, new from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store to learn more. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Welcome to the world-famous tailgate party going back to the score phone days. Just a programming note, at this point, I think the Sunday broadcast, like our, our other ones, we're probably going to, uh, starting next week, going to when ready. Still a majority of our views come uh, on demand, not necessarily live, and we may wind up going a little bit earlier, but anyway, it'll be the same information, just may not uh, give you enough advance notice to always interact live. But anyway, yes, we are here to stay, but we may do it uh, starting next week like we did with the, the other days when, quote-unquote, when ready. But Probably before 10 o'clock. But anyway, five NFL winners, Joe Duffy's picks, led by a wise guy play. Wise guy plays from Joe Duffy's picks, the biggest bet in all of gambling. Your NFL specialist, Joe Duffy's picks at offshoreinsiders.com. And thank you to Raj uh, Vinoy. Uh, I, hope, I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, checking in with us, and, and like I said, even though we may or may not do it a, a scheduled live, as I explained, you know, feel free to interact, although also keep in mind that eventually we're going to touch on every game, so I know a lot of people are, want us to, to jump ahead and whatnot, but thank you to everybody who joins us, whether it's live or whether it's on Memorex. Now let's get to your news and notes for today, the Colts and the Eagles, obviously the big story here. Carson Wentz making his dramatic return since his season-ending injury late last season. Carson Wentz was obviously the overwhelming favorite. Well, not the overwhelming. He was the favorite for the NFL MVP when he was hurt last year. And we all know what happened with Nick Foles, uh, probably one of the great backup stories in the history of the NFL. But Wentz will be without two key running backs in Jay Ajayi and Darren Sproles. That puts more weight on Corey Clement who is less than 100%. Wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey is also doubtful. So will Carson Wentz be a little bit rusty? You know, kind of reminds you of a uh, guy who came back from an injury, Andrew Luck, who's the uh, quarterback of the Colts. Of course, Luck, uh, a little bit, a few years older, and also was obviously uh, going for much longer than Wentz, but still, some rust will probably be expected. The Colts will be without running back Marlon Mack, so both of these teams are banged up. And, of course, Indianapolis's offensive line uh, perpetually is banged up, and they're less than 100%. Now, keep in mind that Carson Wentz is 11-3 and at home against the spread. The Chargers and the Rams, Rams are 2-0 and by a leg-leading 17 points per game margin of cover. Some of you know it as the sweat barometer, and uh, as each game, we got more games under their belt, that stat becomes a little bit more important. But yeah, the Rams are covering by a very large margin, so sometimes the mere spread records can be very deceptive. Really, how much are they covering by? And even, you know, a guy who I, I enormously respect, um, Todd Furman, likes to quote a lot of spread records, 
And uh, but the one thing he doesn't do is the the margin of uh, cover, and I think that's very important. How much are they covering by? Yes, Eric Jackson, an Eagles fan, or if he is from the Philadelphia area, probably pronounces it Eagles. He says his Eagles are definitely banged up, and they yes, that is that's for sure. We were talking about that. Uh, the Philip Rivers, sixteen and two as a road underdog of four or more. Now that is especially significant. Why? What's that term? If you've been a long, long, long time client of mine, you've heard me use the term predictably unpredictable time and time again. I've always said that Philip Rivers is much like that. These predictably unpredictable quarterbacks with Rivers, probably the all-time number one guy, for for guys like, like Philip Rivers and Matt Stafford, when they're big underdogs, it's a general rule, pretty good to go with. When they're big favorites, Pretty good to go against. Uh, Jay Cutler, problem. he's another candidate for the all-time Jeff George. You know, you've heard me give this spiel a few times. And I'm not really a big live betting guy. It's one of those things where, you know, my entire, like I said, I'm not a, uh, um, not a degenerate gambler. I'm a degenerate handicapper, and I become so obsessed picking, you know, sides and totals on these. And by the time the games get underway, I just want to watch the games and relax, although put relax in quote there, air quotes. But Philip Rivers, if I were alive better, I think anytime Philip Rivers is down by double digits, I'd bet him on the live line. Anytime he's up by like double digits, I'd bet against him on the live line. Well, not each and every time, but yeah, Rivers is the ultimate box of chocolate. So the fact that he is 16-2 and as a road underdog of four or more does not surprise me at all. Teams with substantially worse ATS margins are 176 and 113 against the spread. That would favor the uh, Chargers. Big favorites in non-divisional games versus good rushing teams go under 35 and 7. Now, Chargers tight end Antonio Gates is probable, but keep in mind, although he's the greatest tight end in the history of the game, although some might say he's only the second greatest tight end in the history of the Chargers, he's, he's one of the best tight ends in the history of the game, but he's still past his prime, so that's not really that big of injury news. It's it's not going to affect the line all that much, but wide receiver Travis Benjamin is doubtful, and of course, this is uh, no travel issues Travel issues for the so-called road team. The free pick here, I'm going to go with the San Diego Chargers, I'm sorry, the LA Chargers. There you go. I don't care how big of an NFL fan you are, at one point, you're going to forget uh, what town that the Cardinals are in, the Chargers, the Rams, even the hardcore NFL fans, it's tough to keep track of this. The Chargers, Chargers plus the seven. We're going to go with Mr. Predictably Unpredictable and the NFL being a regression to the mean sport. That is your free pick for me, Joe Duffy's Picks. And you can see my premium portfolio. LIB Sports says he likes the Chargers with the points, and obviously we do as uh, well for the uh, reasons I just stated. And, of course, one of the many sports books we recommend, mybookie.ag, show your support for this free information. You'll get paid. Everything you want from a sports book, you'll get. But please use a promo code Duffy, D-U-F-F-Y, and that shows your support for this podcast. The Bears and the Cardinals. Cardinals are 0-2 by minus 20.2 points per game against the spread. Teams that scored a combined nine or fewer points their previous two games combined, there were 50, 31, and 3 against the spread. But, but, and we, like I said, I report you decide, 
15 and 16, though, as home underdogs. But again, NFL, a regression to the mean sport. And as much as road favorites are usually the sucker bet, it's moderately surprised that this regression to the mean angle says the exception is when a team is a home underdog. But back to the regression to the mean teams off a 30-point or more loss or 190 and 151. Cardinals star wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald is expected to play, but he will probably be playing through um, an injury. And like I said, this is for your the fantasy football players and the gamblers alike. The Bills and the Vikings. Bills are 0-2 by minus 20 points per game on the so-called sweat barometer or against the spread. So yeah, the Bills have not been coming close to covering. They're getting a few points here, though. Uh, Vikings injury riddled running back Dalvin Cook is out. He only has 26 carries for 78 yards. But when you're laying a ton of points, you know, with Cook being that breakaway guy, a guy who can, who can uh, when he's healthy, can run for 60 yards. He's, you know, kind of a, a very poor, poor uh, man's Barry Sanders, where he's a breakaway runner, not having him as a, in a game where they're a big favorite. That's a pretty key injury. Vikings defensive and Everson Griffin is questionable. Remember, he started in every single game he's been healthy since 2014. So he is a key uh, injury. Bills defensive end Shaq Lawson started all 11 games he's played in the last two years is out. Again, teams with a substantially worse ATS margin. Regression to the mean angle, 176 and 113. That would favor the Bills. And the Bills troubled running back LaShawn McCoy is doubtful but expected to warm up and test those ribs. LaShawn McCoy, I don't know, there's some similarities um, between us, at least as far as our lives are concerned. We're both born in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We both lived in Marlton, New Jersey, which I still consider, you know, my quote-unquote hometown, and now he lives in neighboring Milton, Georgia. Completely meaningless, but, you know, sometimes I like to do some name-dropping and whatnot. Favorites of 14 or more have historically, they haven't necessarily been very good plays, but recently, recently, 11-2 and two against the spread, and Tom Brady has a little bit to do with that. Vikings have gone under, I'm sorry, they're, no, the Vikings are 25-9-1 at home under Mike Zimmer. They are a good play against the spread. And yes, uh, Brian Carter, thank you for joining us. And who knows, you know, with this interaction, maybe we will maybe we will keep to the Sunday um, live time. You know, I explained that we're, we're certainly going to do the Sunday broadcast. It may or may not be live because still a majority of our viewers do come uh, on demand. And we, we may just do it when available and, and go a little earlier. But we'll, we'll see. I'll make a decision. I'll study the numbers, etc. Packers, but yeah, we'll be here next Sunday. We'll be here next Sunday. And every Sunday... From there on in, although I'm going to visit my son in college in a couple weeks, so we may miss one week. But anyway, the Packers and the Redskins. Redskins have gone under both games by a massive margin. Under both games by 15.8 points per game. Packers superstar Aaron Rodgers is probable, and he's worn the Superman cape when there's been some questions about his availability. Packers also walking wounded, though, in the secondary Green Bay has gone over 24 and 7 in their last 31, including 14 and 2 on the road. Washington, though, a dangerous home underdog, 7 and 4 straight up their last 11 as home underdogs. And there's where uh, my main man, Brian Carter, a couple plays that 
he likes. And yeah, as a gen, you know, general rule of thumb in the NFL, going with underdogs is a good play. Cowboys and the Cardinals. Um, well, I'm sorry, the Cowboys and the Cardinals. That's a uh, typo there. The Cowboys and the Seahawks. Hopefully, I didn't post any wrong notes there. Uh, the, the Cowboys have gone under 2-0, minus 13.8 points per game. No real surprise there. The Cowboys have a tremendous defense, but... Um, and Adrian Holmes, I don't know if you're um, if you're uh, related to Priest Holmes, Kansas City and the 49ers over. Yeah, we will talk about that uh, in a moment. In fact, that's actually our next game. So uh, I will talk about that game in just one moment. Um, the Cowboys and the Cardinals, uh, perennial all-pro safety. Or all t- uh, I'm sorry, I, I just did it again. Cowboys and the Seahawks, perennial all-pro safety. Earl Thomas is questionable for Seattle. Cowboys off injured Sean Lee. Now looks like he's probable. Arizona's going under 16-5 and five at home. 49ers and the Chiefs uh, over Adrian S. Be careful because that's going to be an obvious uh, public play, and it is. And we will have all the public plays when it comes to ATS as well as the biggest line moves, and we're going to have the biggest sharp moves. Yeah, the Chiefs have the odds makers caught up to them. This That's obviously a very high total, and can Mahomes keep up this pace um i mean it's 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 crazy uh how the chiefs it's it look they're not going to keep up this pace and the nfl is regression in the mean when it comes to totals as well yeah their star defensive back eric berry is out so that says jimmy garoppolo that's going to make things a lot easier for him uh and the the 49ers secondary is also banged up against casey's explosive offense Jimmy Garoppolo is 4-1 straight up and against the spread in his career as underdog. Kansas City, 3-6 straight up as favorites. And, you know, Randy uh, or uh, Andy Reid is a coach who a, a lot of people, myself included, say, you know, he's great at preparing, but he's not the world's greatest game coach. And Reid does. I mean, even people who don't gamble and uh, people go, who have been following him since his days in the Eagles... Andy Reid does have that tendency to win games that he shouldn't and then lose games that he should, so that's not a surprise. I I will say uh, this, Adrian. Yeah, Kansas, especially with these injuries, and in some respects, Kansas City reminds me of their regional rivals, the St. Louis Rams, uh, with, with Kurt Warner, that their offense may be so explosive and their defense so questionable that they may not be able to set the totals high enough it's so much more fun to root for overs, especially in games that are expected to see a lot of points than it is the under. I would actually lean as much as it's a kind of a square thing to see a high total and then say the game's going to go over the total. I do think that the Chiefs may be much like the, the Rams were under Kurt Warner, where the odds makers are just still behind them. I mean, I just think and it's not so much their offense is great. Their offense is very good, and Mahomes give Andy Reid credit. That was a ballsy move in uh, saying, look, I, I got a proven quarterback, a proven winner, but I'm going to go with my young guy. Uh, but still, they play that high tempo, which is, I always say that uh, pace is so much more important than offensive and defensive competency. And I think that the Chiefs have both offensive competency, some defensive incompetency, and most importantly, they like to play up-tempo. So as much as it kind of goes against my nature, 
to say go with a high total over? Yeah, Adrian, you, uh, I would probably agree with you. Well, not that you made a statement, you asked, but uh, your implied uh, statement there in your question, I would tend to agree with. The Saints against the Falcons, away underdogs playing their first game in week three or later, our first road game in week three or later, actually 43 and 26, and that would benefit the uh, Saints. And the Saints starting linebacker, Manti Teo, is out. Falcons star running back, Devontae Freeman, likely won't play. Of course, keep in mind Atlanta's defense has already lost starters Deion Jones and Keanu Neal. This is not new news because it happened in week one, but it's still very big. I mean, it's really against the Saints. Very prominent. Much much more important against the Saints than it was against Carolina. The dog is 7-2 and two against the spread in the series with five outright wins. Yes, this has been an underdog series, to say the least. You know, we, we've said from a handicapping standpoint, we've researched it. And people say, you know, throw out the, the point spread or people don't do gambling. Throw out the records when these teams meet. Uh, more times than not, that's not necessarily true, but yet in this series it certainly has been. The Broncos and the Ravens, away dogs playing their first road game in week three or later, 43-26. and 26. We just talked about that. The Broncos, Denver is 2-0 and straight up by a combined four points per game. And yes, Brian Carter talks about the uh, Saints plus three, but the line has moved. We will talk about the biggest uh, line moves at the end of this report, and I know that line has been going uh, crazy. Denver's, and uh, Brian says, and in fact, we can check the the live lines. He says it's now a pick, which uh, would have happened during our broadcast for sure. But we can check those live lines as well. Make sure you do visit offshoreinsiders.com for those uh, the sports books, the most thoroughly vetted sports books. Denver's Vance Joseph, the worst spread quarterback in the NFL the last two years at 4-12-1. Ravens' John Harbaugh, third best coach in the NFL with at least eight days rest, is 19-11-2. Joe Flacco is 46-24-4, the first half line at home. Cowboys, uh, I'm sorry, the Ravens linebacker C.J. Mosley, a game-time decision. 60% chance of light rain. Weather hasn't been a major factor this year. Slight factor in this game. Denver 1-9 against the spread on the road. Uh, Ricky Rucker says the, the Colts and the Eagles going under. Yeah, you know, we, we alluded to that. Obviously, Philadelphia is minus a lot of uh, weapons. And even though they do get their franchise quarterback back, he's probably got to handicap. There's some possibility of some rust. We talked about the Colts' offensive line being banged up, and although maybe just the opposite with Andrew Luck, the rust is gone, he doesn't have a lot of protection, so that would certainly seem like a, a pretty smart under. There's there's plenty of reasons. The injury report alone, basically the injury report, both of those teams have key injuries, so um, yeah, that would seem like a pretty good play, Ricky Rucker. Low out of the day, um, yes, Brian Carter says the Ravens. Uh, yeah, we, we will have the, the big uh, line moves at the end of this report. The Titans and the Jaguars. Jacksonville running back Leonard Fournette is doubtful. He has not, though, been ruled out. In fact, his, um, 
So I'm, I'm actually going to go to uh, see the latest line moves. As you know, I'm obviously broadcasting this live, and Bryant is talking about some of those um, big line moves that have happened. Star quarterback Jalen quarterback Jalen Ramsey has been upgraded to uh, probable for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So there's obviously some good news, and there's been some uh, bad news on the injury front for Jacksonville. Quarterback Marcus Mariota will not start for the Titans, but he's expected to be available as a backup to Blaine Gabbert. That was much like last week. We told you both guys would play, and of course they did. Raiders and the Dolphins, Florida-based teams. This is a surprise here. I'll, I'll be honest with you, this is a surprise. Florida-based teams are only 57-95-3 with a temperature above 80 degrees, including only 36.3% at home. Now, why is that a surprise? I've quoted Dan Marino who has said that uh, he believes it is tougher for a cold-weather team to go to hot weather than vice versa. And, you know, that's kind of been my anecdotal observation, but the truth is I haven't really weighed that heavily. But the stats say otherwise. Florida-based teams actually do not do well in hot weather, especially at home. Derek Carr, last nine for Oakland as quarterback, have been under. Carr, you add him to the list, who looked like he was going to be the next one. You know, we talked about Marcus Mariota. Earlier, of course, we know that Jameis Winston is still suspended, but there are so many guys that look like they were going to be the next one in their rookie year, and since then have regressed. Now, of course, Carr, among those who have been injured, you know, it's Deshaun Watson, I think, is one of the more interesting stories. Can he follow up a great rookie year, especially coming off of an injury? He hasn't had all his weapons, but anyway, yeah, Carr is, is definitely regressed. All nine of those have gone under um, by an average of 7.2 points per game. Nine straight unders, under 13-4 and four since the start of 2017. Carr has, making him the top under quarterback in the NFL in that span. Road teams off of road loss, 75-32. and 32. That would benefit Oakland. Um, that's always been a great angle. People think, you know, teams are playing back-to-back -back road games, and uh, it's a tough spot for them, and especially when they look poor the previous week. People definitely overreact to what has happened uh, the previous week. That is something very key. And, yeah, Bryant brings up a good point. He says, Jags game is a pass for me. It will be an ugly cover for anyone who plays it. But that's one of the keys. You've got to be willing to win ugly. Like I've said, there is nothing more boring from a gambling standpoint or nothing less exciting. I'm not going to say it boring. It's not boring. But, for example, rooting for the under, especially on a, a low total. And maybe someone might argue it's even tougher from a, a rooting standpoint to bet on the under in a game that's expected to be high scoring because you never feel safe. But you do have to be willing to win ugly. We've talked about that. I mean, that can mean a lot of different things. But yeah, do not make bets based on what is more fun to root for. That's why the public likes favorites. That's why the public likes overs. You do have to be willing to win ugly, especially in the NFL. I've said it many times. NFL is a regression to the mean sport. As a general rule of thumb, if you go with the colder and or inferior team, you're going to um, do well in the long run. So you have to be willing to win ugly in the NFL. Giants and the Texans. Yeah, you know, people, I don't think there's much of a letdown in the NFL. My research has proven that. But... I report you decide the Giants' possible letdown off of that Dallas loss. They'll be minus Eli Apple with a groin injury. 
Oliver Vernon, ankle injury, two key starters out for the Giants. And the Patriots, and there we go, we continue to pass along some of the uh, comments. We appreciate all the feedback, and it looks like most of it has come from uh, YouTube today, but thank you to those who are watching on Periscope. I think in week one, most of our comments came from Periscope, but we appreciate everybody who is watching uh, live and anyone who is watching and listening on the uh, on demand. And, and yeah, if you do, if you're joining us in the middle of this, remember you can watch it from the beginning on demand wherever you are watching this. Patriots and the Lions, Detroit 0-2 by minus 20 points per game against the spread. Again, they're failing to cover by uh, 20 points per game. Detroit has gone over both of their games by 14.8 points per game. Trouble, but mega-talented wide receiver Josh Gordon probable to make his debut for the Patriots, but that's not etched in stone. He's not 100% healthy, and we know that he doesn't have it uh, upstairs. But this could be, this could be a, well, you know, Josh Gordon, we always said, has the biggest upside of any player in the NFL. And that's why I think a lot of people, Cleveland was kind of the chic bet on all the season overs and the big long shot to win the Super Bowl. Everyone's looking for that big long shot, etc. Gordon is dangerous. Could this be another Randy Moss type thing for the Patriots? Maybe. He certainly has the uh, physical talent. And uh, Adrian Holm talks about the Patriots and Lions over. Well, Adrian does like those overs. Um, Matt Stafford is one of those guys that I always say is predictably unpredictable. When things aren't going well, and he's a big underdog, is usually when he plays his best. And as we said, if Josh Gordon does play, they're going to use him. And anytime you got Josh Gordon in a game, you could see some long touchdowns. So yeah, that that would seemingly be a decent play. Uh, New England twenty-four and two on the road, if not laying seven or more off of a loss, and the average score of thirty-one to seventeen. Now keep in mind. This is where they're messing around with the juice. The line is 6.5 or 7, depending on the uh, juice. And yes, Adrian verifies he does like betting over. Well, you know, that makes you very much, uh, you got a lot in common with the uh, public. All right. I know, uh, I think it was Bryant was checking some of those line moves. Here's what I've got. Uh, he says he's got it landed down to a pick. And I will take a look at some of the books I bet with. I still got Atlanta at minus two after opening at minus four. But the biggest line moves, Baltimore did go from three and a half to a six-point favorite against Denver. Houston went from three and a half to a six-point favorite to the Giants. Jacksonville went from six and a half to a nine-point favorite. Even saw earlier today they were ten, but that has much more to do with the injury information. Marcus Mariota, obviously. and But the most important thing is shop around. Shop around, and I don't know if I'm Bryant... Is uh, was looking at a, a high juice, probably where you saw Atlanta pick. They were probably laying some big juice, but visit offshoreinsiders.com. You definitely want to shop around for the best lines, and we got all the best sports books at offshoreinsiders.com. And uh, yeah, Kansas City went from four and a half to six and a half point favorite against San Fran. Kansas City, as long as they keep winning, they are going to be a public team. The biggest public bets. In terms of percentage of bets, so it doesn't matter. When we talk about percentage of bets, that means a $10 bet counts the same as a $1,000 bet. Some people would say this is square bets. New England and Chicago 
New England, far and away, by the way, New England is the biggest consensus play of the year as far as public bets. And Chicago, the public likes betting road favorites. No surprise on either one of them. Then followed by Jacksonville and Minnesota. Percentage of money, where a lot of people think it's sharp. Now again, the sharp money doesn't have to be, um, doesn't always conflict with the square money. So when we talk about percentage of bets and percentage of money, uh, sometimes they can conflict, sometimes they will be the same. Well, New England is both a public and a money play. New England, far and away the biggest money play in terms of percentage of money, followed by Seattle and Carolina. And yeah, Brian, uh, my bookie and Five Dimes, both very good sports books indeed, but as far as um, Atlanta being a, a pick now, I am sure it is heavily juiced. In fact, let me just see the, uh, yeah, see, I still have it at minus uh, two, so you're probably seeing Atlanta, you know, a pick in minus uh, 140 or, or something like that, but I will take a look at all my sports books, obviously, I'm here live, so I can't go and check all my sports books. Although I used to do um, these videos for SBR, and they're they're very good as far as following the the best lines. And that's one thing that Brian does bring up a great point indirectly, or reminds me of a very good point. When you're shopping around for lines, it's not just about the point spread; it's really about the juice. And it, it really depends. Obviously, when you're talking about two and a half, three, that can be worth maybe about nine cents, but for the most part, when you're talking about a half a point and it's not going on or off of the key number of three, I prefer the lower juice. Like, for example, I would bet five, uh, you know, minus five and a half and minus 102 rather than, uh, you know, minus five, minus 110 as an example. So it's very important not just to look at the line, but look at the juice, and that's kind of, you know, I'm, I'm a, uh, all right, he says, all right, he's got a one-point one line, and yeah, one-point line, and it may be, it may be juiced, I'll, I'll take a, a closer look, but yeah, that is very important, as some of you know, if you followed me, I'm also, the only thing I love almost as much as betting on sports is going to restaurants, and restaurants where they sneak it in on you, their profit is soft drinks, you know, they pay two, you pay two dollars, for a soft drink, which cost them like 30-something cents. Well, the sportsbook version of that is they will often bait some people with what looks like a much better line, but then it's heavily juiced, and people are like, oh, wait, you know, I can get uh, plus six instead of uh, plus five, and then they don't even notice that they're laying, you know, minus 122. So don't just look at the line, Brian. Take a look, look at what the juice is. But, yeah, as soon as I get done this broadcast, I'll, I'll take a look added a little bit further, though I already do have my bets in. What are my bets? Who are the biggest plays? OffshoreInsiders.com has that answer. All right. Like I said, thank you for the interaction. Maybe we do. Decent amount of um, interaction. Maybe I will stick to the live Sundays. As I said, we're still going to be doing Sundays. May or may not be live because still a majority of the views do come on uh, on demand and whatnot. But yeah, we'll be throughout the week. We'll do a broadcast tomorrow. Not scheduled, just basically once I compile the information, I'm going to go on. And all right, I'll commit to it. We'll do it live. We'll do it scheduled live uh, next Sunday at 10 a.m. And then other days, we'll do it when the information is available. Thanks for everyone joining us. Remember, offshoreinsiders.com, not only for the best sports picks in the world, but most importantly, or arguably uh, even more importantly, the strongest picks.
in the industry, winners going back to the score phone days. At Lowe's Just for Pros event, now through January 29th, you'll find deals on your go-to brands like HGTV Home by Sherwin-Williams. Right now, get 25% off 5-gallon pails of Showcase Interior Paint Plus Primer. With one coat coverage, this paint gives you great results quickly so you can keep your jobs moving with speed and efficiency. And with its advanced stain and scrub resistance, you can be confident your work will last for years to come. Don't miss the Just for Pros event, now at Lowe's, the new home for pros. Offer valid through 129, U.S. only.